0: Hi, my name is John Belton, and you're listening to my Success Stories podcast. Today, I'm talking to my friend, training partner, confidant, and business partner, Al Hester, better known to most of you as the artist Mazer. Today's podcast is a fly-in-the-wall chat between myself and Al, as we talk about what success means to Al, how he has dealt with challenges as an artist and as a man growing up. I hope from today's chat you'll get a good insight into some of the pitfalls Al has experienced, and how the adversity helped him create some of his most influential work all right so thanks for calling in al
1: no problem
0: um, and i always know you as al but everyone else speaks of you as maser
1: maser yeah so or Al, you know it's whatever al maser
0: it, it works uh so as you know today is all about success success stories and um, you know what success means to you how you got there and how our listeners today can kind of take some tools from what you're talking about and maybe implement it in their own lives so I'll to kick things off, start
1: out of me because yeah. <laughs> it's hard to talk about Very. success. I find. Um, well, what to, does it mean to you? Um, well, I was, I was just thinking like, why is it hard to actually talk about success? Because you have to be reevaluating constantly. You're like. Oh, this is, this is a bit weird, isn't it? Two mates so sitting across, like, on the first date at a dinner time. table. Yeah. And that was good, though. Uh, success to me. I was thinking about that when I was coming back from Scotland there with Dee. And we're in the airport. And I was telling her, about, we're going to do this podcast. And I said, it's all about success stories. And what the fuck is success? And then, like, it changes constantly. And then I said two words, accessibility and availability. And what that means is if I'm able to be access all the things I want to do and be available to do them and for the people I want to be around, that's success to me. So, and I was saying it off the back of coming off of a trip with someone I loved and I was like, that was a success for me and then I come back and be will sit here at you and have the opportunity to do this and then tomorrow we go to Corfu and so it's all... That availability, accessibility—that's like true success currently, right now, and that mm-hmm. might change again.
0: And that's the podcast over. You basically just nailed it. <laughs> it. Nailed it <the> first take. <laughs> Brilliant. No, that's very true. And I mean,
1: no, I don't know where we can we can flesh that a little bit more, but that's what jumped to my mind at yeah. that moment. You know.
0: Well, like, so you're mid thirties, like myself. Let's say that, yes. and so it's taken a while to get there. And I think for, sure. for me, that's one thing that I notice is people think you know about success and they go right I just need to do this and then I'm successful And it's an overnight thing and as much as we see it on Instagram about the journey to success having twists and turns and adversity and all that sort of stuff and yeah. um, people still think that it's a lot easier to get to a level where you're, success, you're successful and then that you're going to stay there but like I agree with you and we converse about this all the time that yeah. success changes and at one stage it may have been okay I want to be the most I don't know famous artist in Ireland but yeah. now would it be fair to say that your marker for success has changed? Well, clearly it has.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I was lucky enough, I'm very aware, I think I listen to a lot of people, even though people might think I'm listening, I am listening. Um, And I take in a lot of stuff and I had this pressure of being successful as a visual artist in Ireland, globally as well. And uh, there's a sense of urgency with that because you have to create, it's a very competitive Mm. market and there's a lot of people with a lot of drive and ambition and you're trying to match that. And then my... Um, the, the, the what's her Paula Pachenko from Tandem Press the director of that. She talked to me, she was like, You're our youngest artist here, like, chill. Most artists don't become in, into like what they're successful mm. to in, until their 60s. Wow. And I literally was like, wow okay, grand, okay, great. Okay. Because I'm still looking in my little hyper bubble of everyone being successful mm. in that environment. Yeah. I said, Well, if you want longevity and legacy and all these things that. Some artists weren't, you're cool, take your time. So then I didn't put the brakes, but it took the pressure off a little bit. And then what happened then inherently, like all these other attributes of my life came up then. And so, yeah, and it it allowed me to go, okay, chill, you can do this. And you're enjoying this and bring that forward a little bit more. Um,
0: So so as ironic as that sounds, would you say you learned then about, you know, the the journey to success is the exciting part as opposed to going, oh, you get to that top of, of Everest.
1: There I mean, is no top, yeah, you know, because the goal posts are always moving. It's always changing. And, yeah, because it, it's actually, it's a really good parallel here between success and your ultimate piece, right? You're, like, you're always trying to strive as a visual artist to make your ultimate piece. Yeah. And all these pieces that you do leading up to that are, like, learning. They're, like, bookmarks, and you're taking a little bit from that to add on to next, and you're going to... But you actually unfortunately i don't think you ever reach this ultimate piece and it's a bit like success yeah you know it's like a constant journey of reevaluating improving on the next one take something from the last step adding it to the next one yeah
0: yeah and i think i see that you know people think success and happiness go hand in hand or success is having a six pack or lifting x weight or running x marathon and the reality is once you get there you may find if you don't have all those other little You know you mentioned all the other things that are coming up in your life now from for example your training and your hiking and your meditation which we'll talk about if you don't have all those other things in place you can become that successful artist and find yourself still lost in other areas right yeah and that you know something i see and something i learned myself and a message i want people to get from from this podcast is that like don't put all your eggs in that one basket and and expect happiness to come when you create the ultimate piece that's in this ultimate gallery or you run this ultimate marathon time. Yeah. If the other boxes aren't ticked, you can feel even more lost.
1: Totally, totally. It's about what you talk about, like, is it like the 10-prong prong
0: attack, attack. yeah, attack.
1: yeah, yeah. Like that's and But you could apply that to business. Like, don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. You don't want to put all your eggs in one And then it all falls apart. Like, you've invested all this in one thing and then your business falls apart if you were to relate your life as a business exactly. you have to have like i would equate it to like silos you know that yeah, the, the yeah, whole yeah. corn or, or grain so long as you have them all sort of semi-full Balancing or out. balanced out so one might dip down but the other one's filling up exactly what than one silo full what if that gets exhausted
0: yeah and sometimes you have to let one fill up and sometimes yeah. you need to one's nearly you empty and you've got to grind you've you got to like, put your shoulders to the wheel and have a few i saw you do that nights. with the
1: marathon yeah. and you like were really invested in that and you took a back seat on other parts of, let's say, your weightlifting. Mm. No, you were still smashing that too, though. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: business, let's like, say. Well, let's say business. But then,
1: then the marathon was over, and then that took a back seat, and then something else came up. Yeah. and that's a good, good way of looking at stuff. Yeah,
0: and it, it's for me. What drives me is, is those short-term goals. I have a big vision for myself, which you know we will talk about, and yeah. you know, I speak about with Adrian and with close people to me about where I want my life to be and the things I want, and and it always involves bringing people with me and a bigger picture thing and all the little tasks I'm doing are getting us closer to that or the goals that we invest in or the products or the things that we create. It yeah. always there's always a bigger picture piece to it that's you know, it's it's important to not lose, I suppose, your values in that journey, isn't it? I, yeah. for me. Yeah.
1: When you're talking about involving other people, I realized I was like, why am I so like, why is my I thought like why am I so invested in involving involving people in it? You know this partnership with my art, and I was thinking it was because it works in the public realm and that that social engagement. But I think it's actually more than that. It's like based on like the theory of like happiness is this. If you're isolated, you're less happy. Mm-hmm. If you're so, does this inherent like journey. engagement that we all yeah. want to have, like a community,
0: to belong to,
1: and, and you, you you get happiness from that?
0: I, I think, agree so. with that. And seeing other people succeed, it's something for me that I get yeah. so much fulfilment out of. Why and is that? The like,
1: same. like, well, why? Like, I love that when I see a younger artist and like, um, rabbit ears,
0: uh,
1: mm-hmm. uh, mentor them. Yeah. And then I see them successful. Why is that that I guess a child? Is that giving me another purpose? Mm. It's like,
0: well, I, I get that, and that, that kind of leads me into where I wanted to, you know, quickly bring the next question about your childhood. And everyone talks about Mazer and the artist that is Mazer and the success that you've Yeah, but like, at what stage, like, what was your childhood like? Where did you grow up, and what did you do, and what brought you into essentially. Was was street art something that you did to escape, or was it like a yeah, it rebellious amazing. thing, or what? Where did it start, or how did there it start? There was no for you?
1: conscious action or decision. Like, and that pretty much is. I'm 38 and it's still the way I work now. Mm. I just go, oh, here I am, and I'm enjoying CD this, pass. and go, yeah. And sometimes waiting, like, so, so I might like sort of stop doing it. But uh, I was from the south side of Dublin, and I pretty standard life. Like, just grew mm. up and hung out with lots of mates and. Did sports as a kid, played gal, Hurley. did a bit of swimming. Gymnastics. Gymnastics to gymnastics until I was twelve. Yeah, I was pretty good at that actually. <laughs> <In> puberty, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh I then I went got into basketball. The basketball for six years, playing it in the national basketball arena. Now you sound like I was some fifth found there. I wasn't. I was, I was no I was I was training you Four days why a week did
0: you go, Why did you try And apologise for that uh,
1: Because I think About the training That we do now And I was like Probably That was a part of school You know yeah. So it was like A curriculum But it was after school But then I think I was I was up I was I playing basketball Every day yeah. know, On the weekends I got level. up Saturday morning Like I was playing I was really enjoying it. And I was running and doing different stuff like that.
0: And do you think that you're nearly apologetic about that because at the time that wasn't aligned with being an artist or that wasn't aligned with being I cool fell, uh, yeah, because then I fell
1: into the trappings of I was always loved art and it was a bit not secretive, but it wasn't, you know, it was a hobby. It's a bit yeah, the way yeah. we, we speak about craft nowadays mm. and eh, It's just a hobby, you know. And uh, yeah,
0: it maybe wasn't, it wasn't cool or something. Yeah, like it just that wasn't,
1: you know, it was just like, I don't think even in school they, they respected it as a proper subject. It was yeah. just like. An extra activity in the curriculum, Um, so. But then I found graffiti from just being in m- just out drinking in the lanes yeah, yeah. and smoking and <laughs> writing my name on the walls yeah. and then I saw other people do these tags and instead of m- mimicking tags came across a magazine So explain
0: what tags are to the un- like I mean we've oh, all yeah, sort of Oh yeah tag is listen- just
1: a sc- like a quick scroll like with a marker or a spray paint can it's your, your name like initials yeah. It then develops onto throw ups which you would see like the quicker sort of bubble forms yeah, letters yeah, yeah. that you'll see probably around the street and then yeah. the silvers where people s- of so they're all illegal and then you build into like the next thing is like a piece where there'll be colours in it, more intricate letters. Yeah. And then wild style letters and then productions where you put in characters and backgrounds. And now, like, you know, that's the way it was. It was quite linear like that years ago. But now it's cross like the graphic designers doing street art now. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. And then the, so we would do graffiti and then the How parallel, do you feel
0: about that? I'm good
1: with it, like, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, fine, because I've delved into that world then a little bit. Like, I've learned, I went and studied graphic design, so amalgamated that with graffiti. And graffiti is abstract typography, you know, the skewing of yeah. letters, that's how I'd explain yeah. it anyway. And um, and then design is typography, so there was a common, common blend there yeah. for the two of them. So I don't care if people, so yeah. long as you don't exploit the subculture yeah. and, like... I'm all for monetizing, like making a bit of money off your living. But if you're doing it just to like, like rip the soul out of it, then I got a bit. Yeah.
0: Of... So when at what stage in your life did you go, right, I'm going to get pulled to art or what pulled you where you went, right, forget everything. I couldn't everything
1: deny else. it, like I couldn't deny it. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't like go away from it. It was always there as a part and parcel of me. And as much as I did other stuff or like partied or I did whatever. I was always it was like my companion, you know, yeah. for forever.
0: So when was Maser born? Maser born?
1: Uh, I started playing around different tags. I say the Mazer name came when I was probably like six, seventeen, maybe. Yeah. And it was Mace, Mace One, Mace Warner.
0: Warner.
1: So yeah, you have Mace. Then if you want to be the first person with that name, you write Mace One. Okay. And then we're all doing like Warner's at the end. Just, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. And then I just dropped the one and pulled the order in and became Mazer. and it Clearly. just stood more of his name no real like I think I've convinced myself there's like reasons behind that name but truthfully I that, know, there was,
0: is. do you remember the time we went and that's it now it's created Mesa's created
1: well it's just a tag I, I kept there was, it was very separate to Al for sure Yeah. and there was definitely different identities there and yeah. that was because you had to because it was illegal and whatnot. Of and of course but then only in the few years, a few years ago, probably about five or six years ago, I really accepted. Like, oh, my Al too. And yeah. And then he, funnily enough, he coached me, and then I coached him a bit in this yeah, weird yeah. way. Yeah, so yeah. he was all about love and acceptance, yet I was still this struggling... You know, like early 20s man trying to understand my emotions and, yeah. and my only emotion I knew was aggression or anger, yeah. you know, and upset yeah, yeah. when I was upset, let's mm-hmm. say. And then yet there's this other guy, alter ego, sounds like I'm yeah, bipolar. Like, bipolar, but uh, he, uh, the alter ego was all about love. So then there's this lovely like acceptance 10 years yeah. ago where it's like, oh my God, he's coaching him. And then, and then I'll coach Maser. And
0: like an armor. That's the expression you use, Maser's like an armor for Al. And I thought that was so powerful. Yeah. Excuse me. Like Mesa protected you from, you know, because it was an illegal thing at one stage to do. But as you grew and you needed protection from the big bad world, for want of a better phrase, Mesa was there and Mesa was your expressive form where you could still be this toxic masculine image that you felt you needed to be. Yeah, yeah. Mesa yeah, yeah. allowed you paint love hearts and say Mesa loves you. Yeah,
1: and I didn't realize that the reason I was like, couldn't understand my emotions and all this shit and I'm getting so upset is because I'm actually just a really sensitive person. And mm. I can confidently say that I'm a very sensitive person yeah. and I have to manage that at times Yeah, and see when, like, uh, something will happen and what emotion comes up first and like you'll see me sometimes I'm like super excited super excited mm. and I try not to be super down because I manage that but I can be like an emotion come up right in front of me mm-hmm. and I didn't realise and years ago I just thought that was like a fault and it's actually not it's actually a really really nice thing yeah. if I see it in another man
0: Yeah and I remember a guy speak about something before uh, and he was talking about mental health and he said what we resist persists and it's sure. like that if you try to be because I I too had this image of, you know, you need to be a strong man and don't yeah. cry and, you know, work hard and on the farm and blah, 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 blah. But if you resist that sense of person that wants... As you're
1: going collect collecting eggs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I We're was thinking of the something fire. more masculine than collecting yes. eggs, chopping sticks. <laughs> if you resist that uh, that side to you, that that feminine side, for want of and better phrase, and if, you, if you resist that, it, it, it can force itself to come out and it can force itself to come out when you don't want it to come out in a in a way that makes you feel very vulnerable or soft or weak, yeah. If that's you know what what your your view is, yeah. So, Macer was kind of a shield for that. Is that fair to say at, at different times in your life?
1: He was no. I think he was just like yeah, shield. Yeah, he was definitely like armor, but he was just letting me know that there's this other side to you maybe you can't express with all your peers yeah. because yeah you had to be hard and you had to be whatever and we we're getting fights when we we're younger and all and like all those fucking pressures then were and um, um, uh, like impounding on me and then i would implode myself yeah. alone like true depression anxiety self-harming fucking mad shit like to the extent where i remember like one night i'd be out with the boys, doing something, like, whatever it is. And the next day, I'm so upset that I can't even tie to my room. And I'm like, I'm crying, where my little sister's picking up the, picking up my clothes, yeah, you know? And so that, there's obviously a disjoint. And then you end up fucking living with that shit for yeah. years because you think that's a norm. Mm-hmm. And only, I feel about three years ago, oh, that recent that I had, like, this awakening to where yeah. of acceptance to where, like, this, you don't have to live with this this isn't a normal thing and I think that's the environment that we live in a lot of people are, are vocal so. about stuff now you know? yeah
0: and it, it's becoming it's very common and I can relate to so many things we've had our own conversations about that where you were you know where you have highs these huge highs and then you can't get out of bed the next day there's yeah. a low and
1: buried in the bed like you yeah, know for two days and shit man yeah. you know and then and then you snap out and then it's confident all walking down the street again and yeah, like and that's a fucking farce and, and of course just, it's, it's a, I don't say that disrespectfully. I'm just like I say it in like, just like, oh, man, like I y- say it in an
0: informative way. And I hope yeah. that people listen to the podcast and we probably have the wrong demographic because we're too old. But I hope that young lads listening to the, to the podcast realize that that is part of a journey. And for yeah. me, I felt very lost growing up. I, I, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to yeah. create. I wanted to be a photographer. I wanted to do all these things. But I grew up in a small village where men were builders mechanics or farmers and it was not the done thing to do yeah. you know and I wanted to be a trainer then and again it was still a case there was constantly that rebellion there which if you're not fulfilling those kind of things that, that are pulling you like that that again that res- what resists persists it manifests itself in different ways and you know I feel the way the world is going now where there's so much t- talk about um t- you know mental health issues and all the rest of it that you know it is great to see it but sometimes it's a case that you're just not tick in a box in your life where you're, you're, the journey that you're on needs to be changed it's yeah. not that you're broken it's not that you're Being you know very sick exactly it's yeah like, like, like be
1: curious constantly like,
0: don't hide from that if there's something feeling off like sit with it feel it yeah
1: you know I totally and, and that's what you're saying there, that example you're saying resist What's, what's it what,
0: what we resist persists.
1: And that's just, I, I proved it there because then I came to acceptance of it yeah. and I didn't resist it. And then there was just like this beautiful alignment happened there. Yeah. It like acceptance and understanding of myself. And then that then resonates out to everyone around me and they're just like, they vibe off it yeah. too then, you know. so And
0: that rising tide concept that brings everyone. Like yeah. If you look at, so, you know, it's by now, when, when we talk about Atelier Mesa, which no. Let's give us a quick insight into that. It's open just over a year, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. coming up for a year now. Charlemont yeah. uh, Street. I tell you Macer, give us one, one liner as to what it actually is, because it's many things for me, but what do you actually call it?
1: Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> That's my one, I don't know. A yoga it's, studio, no, a it's gallery? It's like studio slash galleries, like integrated space of everything that I love that encompasses me. And uh, so I'm lucky enough to have created this space that then facilitates all the aspects of my life that i love and then the people that i love are in there and new people come in and yeah it's just like it's it's become its own entity now it's yeah. incredible not that it's like this ma- like but that's how i value it i value it with high value and i love it and i go yeah. there every day and i believe that the people that work there really enjoy working yeah, there, yeah. coming in yeah. and yeah. i enjoy it and there's an activity going on an activation going on there right now this morning it's great yeah. and it's an extension of what I like.
0: Yeah, it's a very, it's a very special place. Um, anyone that goes in there, you know, there, there's beautiful art hanging on the walls. Mm. There's tools hanging on the walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's people hanging around the counter. Uh, hanging around the counter is the wrong phrase, but sitting around the desks, working yeah. away on laptops, creative people. Once you go in there, there's an unwritten ethos and and rule in the place that once one person walks in, doesn't matter what you're doing, your head lifts and you say, "How ya? How's yeah. it going?" Oh, yeah, and you yeah. smile. Yeah, no nope. yeah, yeah. we've never known as ever discussed that but I was there yeah. yesterday and we were typing away pretending we were really busy and I would say in the space of 2 hours 10 different people walked in
1: yeah
0: and it was a lift of chin an and how things day. what's the story and shaking hands and I feel like people like you said feel like they need to belong to things a lot more now there's a you know there's this in a world where we're so connected socially online and etc yeah. cetera, etc cetera, et cetera, we're very disconnected in a lot of ways disconnected yeah. from ourselves and disconnected from small communities. I in see rural that like even
1: I go I went to hug someone yesterday and they were like nervous of that yeah. and I was like, It's a fucking hug. Relax. You know, it's like and then I will give an extra squeeze yeah, there. Yeah. Like they
0: nervous like they <laughs> say for <laughs> last longer than twenty seconds. Yeah, That's yes. when it gets awkward. So yeah, I always yeah. count it out. 24, <laughs> 25 Keep holding. <laughs>
1: But, uh, yeah, I noticed that. Like, so, it's yeah, it's it's a different sort of studio because a lot of studios are hidden away. So we're uh, inherently curious and we're nosy people. So I played on that. The, the facade is all glass. So you can see yeah. inside the underbelly of a studio and a working space. I think that brings a lot of curiosity to yeah. it
0: as well. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a lot of people... You know, that live in the locality and there's people who walk by and everyone stops and looks in and yeah, yeah, yeah. like let's call it a spade a space, you're pretty good at the whole painting thing. And there's a yeah. few pieces that are hanging on the walls and there people walk by and it's beautiful to look at their expressions. Because yeah, we're in the yeah, room yeah. beside where they look and people look in and on a dreary, dark, Tuesday, wet yeah, day smiles yeah. come on their faces. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it works. So that in itself is something that as I talk to you, you can see your smile come up on your face. And that's something that when you I mean you've a few very um what's the word influential pieces around town you uh, are alive being the first one that comes to mind for me because it's you know it's something yeah, that's that so lot, real that one, yeah. how do you feel about that knowing that x amount of people walk past that every day take a look at it and go you know what check yourself there mate you are alive life is okay
1: yeah yeah like that just came out like so i would uh if, what would i think when i think of that? my silly irish modesty would be like oh it's no big deal but like then,
0: would you leave in your modesty outside the door? Here, we're leaving. Yeah, the outside like that's an room.
1: important piece. That's become a landmark, I think, and yeah. that's an that side of the city, and uh, I can tell from the engagement what you see on social media, people sharing and taking photos of it to then the stories i get the message of the how it's helped so like i would i would have been quite dismissive of it you know like people telling me how they might be suffering from cancer or going through chemotherapy and how this has helped and i'm like no whatever but then i'll be like now i'm devaluing them so i have to take i have to respect that and so so it has a lot of weight that all and that's come from a place where i was like upset you know, my little cousin had passed away, and okay. I was at his I was at his uh, funeral, and all his all his mates were there. All young, he was only a young fella, and uh, all his mates were chatting, and I was like, in my the sentence came in my head, "You're alive!" Like he was still alive in the space. Okay. So I wrote it down. And I was coming back from Limerick, and then I, was, I don't know, I, I played in the idea of like an advertising, available once in a lifetime opportunity. I wrote that and I kept it, and I said, I'll just share that. You know what's a like? What's I always forget it, and I always quote it. It's like a message shared is half. What is that? I don't know it. Know. You know what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, well, we'll get it and we'll stick it on to the, <laughs> yeah. we'll Stick it on here somewhere. But
1: that was it. And when I painted it, I, it, it was like, I didn't say, I am alive. I, I just like wrote, you're alive. And it made it open... And it and it gave me. I don't know. It felt very rewarding because people took ownership of that yeah. and could relate to it. Yeah. And that was. Uh, I'd say
0: it's yeah, probably one of the most photographed walls in town.
1: I'd say so. Yeah. I think I think that would be the most photographed street art piece. It's been there. To, it's been there for a good few years now, and I've been updating it. Like, am yeah. I going to redo it again this yeah. year?
0: Yeah. And do you get a lot of support now? I mean, you went. There's no doubt you went through adversity of dealing with this. You know, you 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 loved art and you, you were creative and you had all that, but it was something that you had to do in back alleys, back alley streets. Yeah. And um, I think Damien Dempsey has a quote on that as well. Yeah. Undercover artists paint the back streets or something yeah. like that. But yeah. if you um you you started there and obviously got no support from anyone in Ireland as such, other than your little sub community and your subculture, yeah. which you are still very connected and very proud of. Huh. But do you get support now? Do you see that? Like, aside from, I know there's a lot of brands that want to be aligned with you, but do you think that Ireland is a good hub for the creative mind? And we're, we're, you know, we've a lot of really creative, amazing people in Ireland. Are you getting the right support? Or do you think that they're still, you know, we're going down this commercial route and we're not going down this supporting the arts uh, route? Or what's your views on that? Unfortunately,
1: I don't think so. yeah, Because I've always been, like, on the periphery of it and uh, orbiting that all the time. And that's it's a nice place to be because then you have a sense of independence when you when you achieve something. Like, oh well, yeah. oh, I did this myself. But I think I think it's always been like that, like uh, the visual arts haven't been supported enough as much as I think they should be, because, you know, we're always at the bottom of the food chain, even when you're talking about commercial, yeah, there's there's definitely brands that want to be aligned to you. And, but even when you look at that and you look at the total budgets and then the main focus is the, that's the art piece. But what budgets allocated to yeah. that in comparison to everything else is minuscule. And the person that usually gets paid last is a visual artist yeah, or, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's because there's this thing because they think well, well, they know you love to do that. That's a hobby, yes, or whatever. I can and to that. then they, without knowing, but they know, is that you are actually basing your values and worth on that piece. So when mm-hmm. I do a piece, this is this is me. This is it. So they know that, like, if you can, if you can question that, then you can get the price down. Yeah. And so you know what I'm saying? No, you understand. And that 100%. so a lot of artists don't realize that, and that's why then we've big issues with mental health. Yeah. I think uh, one of four, one of four dreams. creatives are dealing with mental health yeah. issues.
0: Because isn't Aks doing some piece at the moment around that? He was doing? doing
1: it there for uh, Mental Health Week, um, yeah. and he did a piece to support that. Like he's a he's a legend, that dude. Like you yeah. know, and he's got that drive and ambition, and you know he's a grafter. Like he just yeah. puts his head down. Like I'd say I would be too. And um, he it's a DOI attitude that yeah. we've talked about before, and that's the sort of attitude you need to have. Yeah. And that's like you do it because you love it, and yeah. then you'll find a way. And so I'm not like too upset about not getting. Financial support or student support, there probably is that, but I've just been doing it myself, yeah.
0: And that's and it's, I think we may we spoke about this only walking in the road when you see when things get successful, everyone wants to jump on that bad. Oh, yeah, yeah, I want to invest in your business and be part of yeah. it. Like, where, where are you? like
1: now, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting that now a bit. Like, and you know, it's a simple requests I'd be like, here, we're doing this thing, can you help us? And oh, yeah, and they don't do anything, yeah. and then once it's in the flipping Irish Times or whatever, then they're all over you and I'm just like, go away.
0: Yeah, and it's hard to manage that then because you you start believing your own hype a little bit when someone says, Oh my God, things are going so great for you. I saw you bounce up here, there and wherever else yeah. and we have a new product and we want to help, we want to support, we want to collaborate. And we see that with our new business, Flow States. Yeah. We have brands popping oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, they're everywhere. Let's collaborate with them. they you know, they'll bring us on. So it's quite hard to not you know, and I suppose age is a great thing here having a yeah, few years under your sure. belt and knowing your values and knowing what's what sits right with you so you don't get pulled yeah. by the quick book you stick true to your product and your brand so where do you see Atelier Mesa going in the next five years and where do you see Mesa going are they aligned is there are they the same are they one or is it something different
1: um yeah yeah like Atelier Mesa is an extension of me um I'm never too precious about things because I know everything's quite transient and can change quite quickly. So I'm super, uh, uh, genuinely, hand on heart, I'm super appreciative of every day of everything I have um, and my relationships and all the other things that uh, make me happy. So if the doors are to close of Atelier in two years, I wouldn't be, oh, like whatever, you know, the way the landscape has changed so much in Dublin. If we got the boo. Um, I wouldn't be upset like that was a great journey for three years. But what do I think it's gonna be? I think my purpose, um, I'm a I'm I'm a you painter and artist. Words. You said
0: the P word Uh-oh. purpose. Uh,
1: <laughs> my purpose I think right now is more um how do I it? so me as a painter isn't my purpose. I think they're my tools to like show like younger artists or mm-hmm. maybe, you know, like lead your example a little bit so I can see this sort of um, school. I have the school in my head yeah, for years. Yeah. And I don't know what that looks like. It's a school of thought in some way. In a it was a school
0: In at one stage when you spoke to me about it. It was, it was in the country. It was in Wicklow, in the woods. It was that type of a school. There's and a part of there's that. There's something yeah. that still has to be pulled out, isn't there? Yeah, They're yeah. And that's okay. There. That'll come in time. No, yeah, this this lovely. building
1: of rap Minds that I always walk by. And I don't know. It's, it's some agency or whatever. It's a real Art Deco building. And I was looking at it. I like, that'll be my school in years to come. And it's broken into it, like what we have in Atelier where we have meditation classes. We have young guys. Coming in who are struggling with their creative practice, we have exhibitions, we have whatever. It's like all these are in this one space, and I see. And you'll be there, and I'll be there. And we're like, it's more practical coaching because in school it's very academic, but it doesn't really, you don't just spurt it out, and you're not taught how to have self worth. Which would then, if you know your real value, well, then maybe we will save a bit yeah. of money and maybe I'll have cash, you yeah. will be burning, I think so. I, I see that as the bigger picture thing and painting. I still hope to be, don't get me wrong, still aligned at the same time. I want to be smashing and being a number, of, like, i change the visual arts in Ireland. Yeah, we already have. Internationally, you know. And in my 60s, as I said, when Paul said that, I'm like, so okay, in my 60s, I'll be doing like the best work. Or in my 50s, the uh, best work I've ever done.
0: And isn't it exciting to think that your best days, your best memories, your best. Work your best. Stuff is still to come.
1: Yeah, and I could see it, man. I could see it in my mind. And like, I'm going to talk about accessibility and availability. When I talk about that, that is a no-manic state. I mean, I'm getting up, and my children are there, and in a very calm environment. Everything, everything's just ticking away. The school is running itself. I'm having the day where I'm just painting these paintings for an exhibition, and my child is there with me in the in the Wicklow Mountains. Yeah, yeah. Like I can see it so clear, and I have for years, and it's just being patient to when that will be and that will be
0: so the purpose of this whole podcast is to give people tools right tools for success and me and you can get pulled down rabbit holes where we start chatting and all of a sudden we'll have a new business created or we'll be building a house in Wicklow or we'll be doing something like that but there's a few things you said there that really jumped out at me and it's all obviously visual stuff but you can see this you walk past that building every day and you say that's where my school's going to be I don't know if, if this is a train thing or if it's something that's um, nearly automated and new but like one of the biggest things i've had to teach myself is how to visualize my goals how to visualize myself living in that house or living yeah. working in that gym or how am i going to feel going out with that you know person and you know asking them to marry me or whatever it is i have to really work on that that's just how i am yeah and i enjoy that process and i enjoy putting the you know a little bit of time in every day to visualize my goals so clearly visualization is something that you definitely um maybe you unbeknownst to yourself, but you definitely do on a daily basis about your business stuff and also, obviously, about your personal stuff. You're talking about kids and about life and stuff. So. Yeah. so is visualisation something that you think, as an artist, you've just always visualised something and then created mm. it and now you're visualising things and you're manifesting them in business and manifesting maybe, them in your yeah. life?
1: I've always, like, yeah, because to be visualising, you'd be, like, I can... My mind, work, I don't know how other people's minds work, but I'll piece it, I can see a piece together, I'll put it together in my mind, yeah. like a painting. I'm yeah. like, you know, I'd say in a subconscious state, so it's not a conscious state where you can physically see it, but your brain is activated to where you yeah. can see it in a different capacity. And then, uh, so I think I was like, I would start, yeah, like... Uh, that's a lot of common language now where people are saying visualise it and it'll yeah. come true. I think, yeah, I was speaking years ago about the tillier and the other stuff. And I did this with my with my head. I was like, I put my fingers on my forehead and I pulled them forward and I said, I can see it like I can see it. And my, mm. ma- my mate was like, man, you're like touching your third eye there. And yeah, like, you're like exactly. pulling it out of your head. And I was like, and, that, and then it did. So I can say all these things I talk about, I fucking talk about them enough, but Eight out of the ten things, I look back, I'm like shit. I did that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm here now. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So yeah, you do visualize it. The maybe with the school thing, I've I've grew up around Ratmines area, so yeah. I, I know that building. I always admired it, and yeah. then maybe from these conversations and people saying you got to visualize, you got to take have these vision boards. Maybe that has pushed me to like pick that building. Yeah, and but maybe this, you have a
0: vision board ingrained in your head. There's yeah, a constant vision I'm, board there. But you...
1: I would definitely need to if i were to practice more stuff it would be to, to do that actually make vision boards write down like every year and I haven't done the last few years I used to write down 10 things I want to do for next year yeah. and and I always did it. I stuck on my bedroom wall and I have I have things that on my bedroom wall all the time that I'd read uh, one quote that you gave me actually and uh, but I used to always do this 10 list uh, 10 things in a list it might be like save 10 grand yeah uh, go go Whatever, lose, be able to run a 10k, yeah. whatever. Run a half and marathon. Half marathon. But man, I got eight out of the ten things every time because I've and read them. i have seen And every it day. just integrates into your life. It'll, it'll give you a bit of a navigation without yeah. realising because without it, you you could steer off somewhere else. and drift. I've spent too many years wasting it. Yeah. Like, you know.
0: And that's so, it's so important. And uh, and a lot of your artwork, obviously, like Love Yourself. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Love Yourself today. All of these, you are alive. They're art pieces I have in my house. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, our apartment is like the uh, Mesa apartment now at this stage. <laughs> um, but all of these quotes and these visualization pieces are something that I've had to work very hard on myself because I don't have that same visual mind. Do I have to really sit there and think about myself driving that car, working in in that place, yeah. but being with that person, um, and and working on on that and training that. And, and the repetition of that is it's hard. It's, it's tiring because hard, life man. gets in the way Always. and it just
1: trying well, try and distract you. But like even me and Dee last night, we're knackered. Oh, let's meditate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we set up and we did it. And then straight away Diva's was like, I feel so much better after that. Yeah. So you have to like go into the gym, you discipline to and do it and and then if you just practice enough it becomes um just a reflex Yeah, you just and it's do like it training
0: a muscle like, like I came the into the
1: m- gym this morning like, man excited to train you and know? I'm getting
0: text messages from me at half six
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. in the studio hey, I had an
0: idea about doing something yeah, yeah. I had an idea at half six like, and, and that's you know?
1: brilliant it's yeah, a really lovely place to be in and I know as i talked about things temporary this my mind may change in a month and I might be in a bad place but it's feeling good now so I'm going to ride with it and exactly. go with it as much as I can you know and, and not resist it
0: I think as well You've, you, from talking to you now, but also obviously, I know a lot of stuff. But you've, you've created such a toolbox of things that you can pull, let's just say, totally for right. whatever reason, life throws a curveball and something bad happens. I'm not even going to say anything. Yeah. In your life throws a curveball.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> you've got so many great things in your toolbox now that you've built on over the years yeah. from your. You know, your your times where you were working at, you know, being becoming an artist and dealing with that and learning about being uncomfortable or getting comfortable with being uncomfortable in who you were yeah, and all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right down to now your meditation and your training in the gym yeah. um, and your hiking and your all of these other things. Yeah, so you've got these tools that you can put in place that at certain stages, we both speak about this, I ran a big wellness week last weekend. Yeah. On Saturday, I was like, man, I'm, I'm yeah, sent to Texas. So I was like, I'm on a bit of a come down here.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like,
0: right, I'm going to have a glass of wine. I'm going to chill out on the couch. There was yeah. work I need to do. And I was like, I'm going to just rest and relax. Yeah, because
1: I was a bit down on... Uh, we got over to Glasgow on the Thursday, and I was a bit quiet. And on Friday morning, I was a bit like... And I said to you, I was like, I to say just no, saying, I'm feeling a bit down. And she was... You have to be transparent because yeah. you can people like people start from picking up things the wrong yeah, way you yeah, don't have to think yeah. it's about them and so I have the ability to say that to her. And then we chatted. But it was just the high from the week. It was yeah, such an and, active week.
0: And there's also this sharing, as cheesy as it sounds, with me even saying to you, man, I feel a bit fucking off. I just feel a bit down. Oh, yeah. and you're going, yeah, man, me too. We're talking about the balls the other week. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Wall talk. And that's <laughs> really. And there's a, th- I told you about that combat crap, right? You know, the combat crap is this uh, psychologist went and studied a whole lot of guys who were studying with PTSD or suffering with PTSD and anxiety post uh, war stuff, right? Yeah. And in the study started asking different questions. And what happens you when you go into battle? And one soldier came out and said, the weirdest thing ever happens. When I go into battle, I crap my pants. Yeah. And this guy was like, I'm a weak person. I'm not good enough. And I'm, right. you know, I'm scared. And why am I scared? I'm like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so they started asking people Asking soldiers about that And it turned out That something like 70% of soldiers Once going into battle The adrenaline etc Caused them to shit themselves
1: Yeah yeah yeah
0: And it, and it's the Combat crap syndrome So combat then they Combat crap but once, syndrome but once We it,
1: suffer from that
0: Yeah once <laughs> people realise That there's a problem That's shared Yeah And they talk about that In headspace and stuff like that Like if you think about anxiety As a world shared problem yeah. All of a sudden It gets diluted down And it's like I'm not the only one Dealing with this This that's is it. part of the human condition None of us have a clue What's going on here and yeah. if someone else is feeling it, it makes it that bit easier.
1: Yeah, yeah, just normalize. Like, remember I was saying I had my scan. I will talk about our bowls. I
0: had my scan d- then as and well. And
1: it's like, I was like freaking out. Like, you know, and just once I talked to Ladme about it, I was just like, you know, like, it's going to be okay. I'm like, okay, it's just a, took a, took 20% off. And then you were having your scan. I was like, it's going to be cool. Like, I, I, I have this ache sometimes. Yeah. And, and then it's like, okay, it's actually normal. And I think that's making me think back to I had OCD years ago. And not the way people go, I have OCD. Yeah. Like, I had OCD for where, like, I was driving myself demented. Yeah. And uh, I thought I was a complete weirdo. I, yeah. I had um, rep- repetition patterns. So I'd always have to, there's like a coin, let's say, in the bathroom. I always have to do certain things. to just go in. I had have to switch lights on. I thought oh, I was just a freak. And I ended up like, like, it's this filthy, weird secret. And if I didn't mm. do these things, my ma would die or something. It was, mad. Yeah. It was so extreme. I used to get on the bus and have to count all the people and go home and do the percentages how many people get cancer, how many people. It was it's like eccentric as hell. Then I went to college and someone's doing a project on OCD and I thought I was going to live with this forever and I was like what's this about and she was explaining it and it literally just lifted the whole thing away. Within like weeks later it was gone and I read, read a whole project about mm-hmm. OCD and it was about one part that's based on chronic stress and I'd learned that yeah. I'd suffer from chronic stress and it literally just dismantled it my OCD yeah, is gone it, because yeah. I shared and I... I got to understand that it was
0: and you know I see that a lot with clients and myself like I think that's a lot of things people are are so nervous about you know I have anxiety and I think it's really cool now to talk about my anxiety online my depression or my whatever it is and sorry just for a second I'm not dishing on this severity of it I
1: suffered from that stuff we know that and you have to be careful because I fell into the trappings of accepting it and being a victim of it to yeah. a degree, and identifying
0: it with it, right? That's me. I'm John, and I, I, I am the anxious guy. I have yeah. anxiety, and it's like,
1: and it's a virus. It'll get you, like you yeah, know. Yeah,
0: you got to be careful about. I, my view is you have to be very careful about your wording around that. I know the box that you try to put yourself in. Yeah, you know the, there's a great, great, uh, wait, a great quote from a guy called Napoleon Hill. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, you yeah. can achieve. And that to me was something that really resonated at different stages in my life because if you conceive a positive thought and you go, you know what, I'm going to achieve this and paint this beautiful piece, and you know I believe yeah. I can do that, you will achieve it. But the I've f- tested
1: that at times. I would like I'd have a mindset and then I'd say the same thing the opposite way, and I would literally feel it lift and change. Like, yeah. Wow, like you know. You
0: can switch your wording around, but I think if you conceive a negative thought or a negative conversation with yourself, and if you start to believe the bloody thing. you'll achieve it you'll trick you
1: constantly exactly my tool for getting away with it and I'll I'll live with my mental health whatever that state that is and uh, I live with depression let's say if you want to say that and the way I get over it is like it's not me anymore I've disjointed I've become something else and I've Talk about it being this lion, right? This tiger, yeah, yeah. and I live in this house with this lion or tiger, right? right. <laughs> and I, uh, we live together, right? Is it in or harmony. Not really? and he's not a good Okay. Right, but so long as I look at this fucker, right, and I will always make eye contact with him. We can live and we can walk through each other through different rooms and see each other, and that's fine. But once I take my eye off him, he's gonna eat the shit out of me. So so long as I keep my eye on this motherfucker. Yeah. It's fine, and that's why I treat depression like yeah, and anxiety I like that. and stuff. I can just yeah. see them as something separate. It's not me, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I think there's a line in 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 every room in every house.
1: Yeah, you know, and, for and sure. that's the
0: thing about that. Um, it's it's not a. You know, it's not something that's just certain people get it, and that's genetic. Just respect
1: it, you know. You respect it, and yeah, there. respect that, and it's you there. Got,
0: you got to feed it. You know, and the tale of two wolves. That's my one. Yeah. You've got lines, I've got wolves. <laughs> <laughs> the tale of two wolves. Whatever wolf you feed, lives. If there's yeah. a good and a bad one in there, right? That's so it. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. And just and number one is like, if you are don't don't be so taxing yourself or bad. Like if you are feeling bad, don't be like, oh, I'm such a bad person because I'm I'm so weak. Like mm-hmm. don't like it's just temporary. Or like if you're not. Medical, meditating and you're not going to gym don't be saying oh my god I should I'm terrible for doing it. just be like it's grand and then when you do go to the gym or you meditate that's a you you say go you that's well a bonus yeah. rather than having to do it like that's fucking fair play to yeah. you for doing that
0: so be mindful of the conversation that you have with yourself
1: yeah that's it and that's it's the very that's it I would say that's like number one man. yeah because it's the amount of thoughts and conversations you have in your head without even realizing a day yeah. that like be careful of the language you're using it you can rework that exactly
0: and like that it comes back to having your tools your your visual visualization you know your exercise, your meditation, yeah, um, and Also, things. that conversation, that self-talk, positive self-talk is so important. And we yeah. look at I find it hard, like you know, you admit, little like little people little like, little oh, oh you're
1: you're looking great or whatever, and I'll instantly say fault. I'm like, oh, i yeah. fat belly, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like constantly, you know, and you have to really manage yeah. that. Or like people are like, oh, that's an amazing painting. Yeah, oh, no, it could do be better. Look, like, at that's it's hard shit. to say. You know what? Oh, look, that actually is class. Yeah, right. you know what? Look what i Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing that a little bit more. And that's what I'm saying. it's The Irish modest parts would be like, oh. Shoot up because we're so quick to shoot each other down. Yeah. Um, so we
0: shoot ourselves down before anyone else. Can yeah, yeah. That. That's yeah. a protective thing. And do you think that stemmed from like, obviously, art is something that's so is subjective. The right word. Yeah. What I love and what you love may be different. And um, like that's that. It must be difficult to deal with that rejection of someone going. That's shit. That maze, What's mazer? What's that? That'll I've never had stick.
1: that loads, man. I find that quite entertaining. It's quite different to like a like a painting a big wall one time and there's loads of pink and uh she's like i fucking hate pink so gonna buy it. or this woman actually was trying to paint in a wall in florida and like she purposely slowed down and rolled in and going that's horrible that's <laughs> like <laughs> so fucking make them all laugh and i was like but i can disconnect from that yeah. you know but i just mean for your own self uh worth a little bit where you're talking to yourself um you have to be really yeah, just careful because yeah. it's the biggest voice.
0: The big, I think that's the most important. Learning to conquer that voice, or at least you know, learning to recognize that that lion or tiger or wolf is there Yeah. it's big Irish steps. thing
1: though because then I'd go to America and I'd be like I'd be, I was in the States and I said something, something I gave them a compliment and they said thank you yeah, and I was like Whoa, wait hold on Whoa. Gee, you Jesus. arrogant yeah. bastard <laughs> <laughs> you know because so we're so used to hearing like ah no, no like trying sure. to dismiss it Yeah. so maybe we should we should be a bit more like that you yeah know? I do like, I think culturally
0: compliment. we're changing we're, we're we're beginning to sort of give ourselves permission to be successful for years yeah. I have this mentality that you know the wealth if you were successful and if you had money money doesn't buy happiness so then I'm going well Jesus I don't want money then yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm like that's not Spread a great out, yeah. attitude to have running a business right so uh, I've had to really work <laughs> well, like on that doing great, but no I'm not doing
1: good I'm not okay. doing good I know oh, no, there's
0: something the crash is coming <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's it that's it constantly
0: yeah so look I'm not going to keep you too much no, longer no good but um, give us a couple of quick things about what you have coming up so Atelier Macer any big shows coming up around Christmas? Uh, I'm going
1: to plan... We've got a show with um, an ex-artist, an ex- Shane Griff. He's an Irish artist coming in from New York. It's going to be a show at the start of December, so good. Uh, what am I doing? Going to Florida to paint... Going up to Limerick at the end of the month to paint the mural up there. Um, loads of different things. i going on a trip with you, and we'll learn loads on that, and we'll yeah. uh, flesh out some good ideas. And next year, then... I don't know what it holds, but I'm excited for. it.
0: What about training goals next year? Because I know you've loads of different silos, and one this of those was silos really been, good. Oh like it was half interesting
1: Hardin. because yeah, I was uh, I did the ten k. You guys signed up to yeah. that. I was like, oh god, I can't do a ten k. And then I did ten k, and then now ten k is like nothing. Training, not right. nothing, but it's like I I do that as like normal training. Yeah. And then we did the half marathon. D set that goal for me because I said I was I was in LA working. I was like I haven't done any like mad challenge and because uh, I wanted to go just to ever space camp and uh, but timing didn't sue, so then she was like oh do this half marathon yeah. and that was a great challenge so next year now I'm like do a triathlon or something like yeah. that yeah, and yeah. set those goals I want to uh, increase that increase my size a little bit as well physique when hard to, to
0: do hard to do both hard but to train for I home.
1: used to until I saw you do it <laughs> so then I was like well this is impressive like you were running a half you were running a full marathon and you were I think you were that's your biggest almost. like yeah. well
0: that was just because I beside other marathon runners <laughs> yeah. so I look big it was but all like, perception
1: uh, so I, I don't know yeah I, not that that's a major goal but like uh, I'd like to I just because it's 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 pooling everything together I love being in the outdoors and stuff like that so then doing the triathlon outdoors and then do more hill walk and hikes so I want to go across other countries and do yeah. more of that and experience and I, I learn a lot when I'm up the mountains yeah. and have that when you're walking forward, you're thinking clearer yeah. and whoever you're with, you're having good chats. And,
0: and you, you talk about your creative space, and obviously, being creative is what your whole life is about. Yeah. And, and you know, I know from talking to you about the flow state ma- uh, mats that we're launching you now, the botanicals, they, they came from a time in your life. Correct me if I'm wrong, where you were living in London, yeah, in a concrete jungle type scenario, yeah. feeling a bit lost slash isolated. So you got plans. isolation,
1: man. That's the word I was looking for earlier. Like you know. Why, why are we doing stuff remember it's like because you don't want to feel the, uh, the feeling of isolation leads I feel to like a lot of parts of depression yeah. and yeah the community is really important sorry anyway that was just that word or something very so late.
0: you were talking about how you were isolated and you you know concrete jungle and, and the botanicals time era collection for one for a better phrase and the Maser Art um, timeline: The botanicals era kind of arose from that, where you couldn't yeah. go to the to to the countryside, so you brought the countryside to you. Is that correct to say?
1: Sort of, yeah. Like I was living in London, I was in I was in a bit of an anxious state. I was I was like, oh, hands up, like I was drinking too much. I was traveling too much. Um, I was my life work balance was so off kilt like it was. And I was burning the candle from both ends. To an extent where, like, I remember coming back to the doctor and I was so burnt out and I had to, like, fly to Germany next day for a show and then I had to Paris for another show. And he gave me, like, I think, a vitamin B12 shot in the ass to get me on a flight just the next day. It, yeah. And I was like, good, oh, this is deadly, I'll just do this all the time. But then my brain wasn't happy, you know. Um, so I was in London and I was then just coming back to London and spending a week and be like, burnt out and i just lie on the couch, super anxious. Um, and then... I, I just I found myself just very trapped in London. It was too busy for yeah. me. Yeah. And I was trying to resist it. Oh, it's grand. But I remember one day coming up out of the tube and just been so, I was so aware of everything. Because you have to switch off in London Yeah. or else you get overwhelmed. And I wasn't Which for an artist up. is
0: not a good place to be. And I was. came
1: up and I could hear every noise, everything. I had to go sit in a cafe. And I was like, London was going like, it was like everyone was on fast forward. And mm-hmm. I was like, I am not built. For me, I'm not built not for this. For that. Yeah. And, and then I became a bit more aware of that. And so I was in London and I was like, Trying to, I was literally in desperation googling how do you help anxiety or yeah. what, pl- and something came up about plants, and it was like if you get English ivy or aloe vera and whatever else, there's lists of plants. I literally went in and started buying all these plants yeah, and yeah. put them in my room to yeah. like probably like deprive my room of oxygen, but like, um, um, but.
0: So again, you can so so say I that mazer came in there for yeah. Al or Al maybe was, that's right? it what, what Al needed Maser provided I was,
1: yeah, I was dr- and then I started drawing them because I was lying in yeah. bed and I be just doodling and I started drawing them and then they started integrating into my work and that's as a visual artist that's what you're meant to do you're meant to respond to your environment Format, I think yeah. anyway yeah. and that's I was literally just doing that and then yeah, it came cool. into my work and I didn't realise at the time oh that, and I was like oh you're drawing plants now and I was like yeah I like the forms and they're looser and I was loosening up myself yeah. and like the forms started getting more uh there's more flow to it, like, yeah. you
0: know? And it, it, again, then th- that led into some of the most, for me, most impressive art that you've created. A lot of the stuff is from the city is my garden right down to yeah. the, the mats and all these other pieces. Yeah. There. And it's 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 nice. And I hope, again, is another tool that someone takes from this, that from that time of adversity or from that time where you felt lost little did you know that you were starting into a new creative era in your life yeah. and it's like holy shit I was feeling down I was feeling low feeling and anxious, look
1: what you got out of it and look it. where
0: this has brought you so yeah. It's important to remember that when you're fucking backs to the wall or you're feeling anxious, you're feeling that, that, you you know, you're about to take another big leap forward in your yeah. life.
1: Yeah, it's all these like little cycles. Yeah. And one ends, another one starts, it's all in one line, and you know. Accepting and
0: accepting that's a big part of it, isn't it? And
1: being patient with it, yeah. And like, yeah. look where it's brought us. Like, now we're working together and like.
0: Hanging out uh, on the roof of some building looking at Dave's Like,
1: it's just class, man. Like, I, I, I feel so lucky, like, you yeah,
0: know. Yeah, and so do I. Yeah,
1: it's amazing
0: look at, I'm not going to keep you any longer I know you have to thanks. leg it off down to Galway, Galway with with the beautiful D yeah and uh, like thanks a million for you. everything no, thanks man and thanks for painting the, the walls and the streets in Dublin and making them what they Yay. are
1: man, my pleasure
0: we'll ta- chat to you again soon
1: yeah sweet man